0: You're listening to Witch Wednesdays, your weekly podcast source for all things witchcraft in the modern world. Join your hosts, Steph and Tara, every Wednesday morning as they dive into a new witchy topic. Welcome back to Witch Wednesdays. This is Steph.
1: And this is Tara.
0: And you are listening to episode forty defensive magic and
1: into it guys
0: <laughs> as we talked about uh, this idea of painful magic and the idea that that might there's other you know witch practitioners out there that might send this sort of negative energy your way and we wanted to talk about defensive magic and how to sort of protect against those things very important and In a lot of studies, defensive magic comes first, actually, Um, in a lot of traditional practices and defensive magic before anything else. Yeah. And we didn't really want to go that route because I think that's a very, to me, that's a very negative way of looking at witchcraft, to start with defensive magic, like a Like that's just not giving people a lot of credit. I don't, I don't think that everybody is out to out to get you. Yeah, I can see that. I definitely understand, you know, clearing negative energy, and we're going to talk about that in this episode too. But I don't like to start off by learning defensive magic. You shouldn't, witchcraft shouldn't put you on edge. That's
1: the same as how I view the the darker magics. You you shouldn't start there at all. Uh, But I agree, defensive magic. It's very necessary, don't get me wrong, and I incorporate a lot of defensive magic into my practice, but it is not why I got into witchcraft. It's not the first thought when I think of witchcraft, and I don't think anyone should immediately go defensive. Witchcraft
0: should be more positive than that. So we should probably talk about what defensive magic is at all. So defensive magic keeps you clear of unwanted energy, keeps you safe and protected from any outside influences in ill-attentioned people or entities or just negative energy in general. So that negative energy in general is definitely something that can follow you around or become attached to you that in no way has to do with somebody else putting that on you. That just happens. We all have bad days and we have strings of bad luck and sometimes the energy in your home can just feel negative and you know, attract bad vibes. It can feel stale. If you have a party and have a lot of people come in, you know, they bring their energies with them. So, you know, part of defensive magic is clearing out those sort of energies. So that's an important part of it too. So that is part of the reason why Tara and I do a lot of this defensive magic that we're going to talk about because as Hearth Witches, we do want to keep the home protected. Yes.
1: Also, so a lot of defensive magic is trying to get negative energy out and ill-intended people, entities, uh, energy. But a lot of it, too, in my mind, is just trying to keep the outside influences to a minimum. It's like if you're making a recipe and you're following the recipe, you're following the recipe, and somehow additional sugar gets added to your recipe. It changes how your final food stuff is going to taste. It might change texture. It might not work at all. And so when you're working magic, you really wanna be in control of all the influences that are going on. And if you have people trekking in and out of your house, even if they bring positive energy, it could be a lot of positive energy that is just gonna mess with your workings. So a lot of my defense of magic is both to keep the negative out, but also just to limit the outside influences.
0: A very common question among beginner witches when they are having um, a string of bad luck is to ask whether or not they've been hexed. And Probably that's why we talked about baneful magic. So you know that what hex curse, cross jinx, all of those things are. Um, but nine times out of 10, no, yeah, you have not been hexed. Probably no. It's the same way that you want to think of signs and omens that a lot of people think that they see signs and omens all the times, but we find and see what we want to see. Oh, always. So if you are, you know, looking for that and your omen is you're, you think you're asking for a sign and you know, it's a cat, you're going to see cats everywhere because you're looking for that. It's, it's in the forefront of your yes. mind. So if you have this string of bad luck the, and you automatically go to hex, it's probably not. It's just, you see what you want to see. Um, uh, so, you know, when everything is going wrong, it definitely seems like you're Hux, but life is tough for everyone. That's just how it is. And we talked about in the baneful Magic episode about how it takes a lot more energy to do those negative workings. So much more. So, you, guys. you know, people aren't going to send you crosses, like curses on a whim because, it takes too much energy from them. So it unless you did something really terrible, there's no reason that people would have, you know, put that out on you. If you did do something terrible, then you probably are hexed and you know it. And you maybe know that you deserve whatever it is that you're that's coming to you.
1: So and again, for rule, having...
0: if you did something bad, bad things are going to happen. <laughs> so if you I mean if you're just having a couple of rough days, that's not a hex. You just need to do things to help yourself. That's, you know, meditating, self-care, all of those things that we like to talk about, just work on yourself and rough patches. Happen. That's just the ebbs and flows of life. And it, I mean, it's definitely possible that you have some negative energy hanging around that's unrelated to a hex or curse. And what we're about to talk about is going to clear out those things as well, but it's probably not the sign of baneful magic. There are signs of painful magic though so if you are really convinced the signs are um a string of bad luck that just won't end this is so not like not a couple d- days guys yeah this is yeah we're talking weeks and months of bad luck every day lots of things going wrong
1: yeah um
0: big and little it's not just the big things going wrong it's like your laundry
1: won't dry in the dryer and you cleaned it and like
0: it's just, yeah, small things. A string of, yeah. Yeah, it's just a string of horrible, it's a lemony snicket. Yes, <laughs> That's exactly. It's, it's a series of unfortunate events, so. Maybe not so that much that, that your parents died, but like, if you've
1: read the books, that made sense. But, yeah, all the things are going wrong. Your heel breaks as you're walking across the street. You tear your skirt um, while bending over to pick up a penny, and then the penny's bad luck. It's the wrong way up. Like, Lots of little things as well as big things for months. Uh,
0: another sign is that your photos or personal items are missing. Yeah. We talked about that in um, being magic, and when you're making dolls and puppets, it's you know common to get a piece of um, something that that person owns, and you know dolls and puppets can be used for positive things as well but they are also used in negative working so if something of personal of yours is going has gone missing and you looked all over and you know you haven't misplaced these these photographs or pieces of clothes um then it might be that somebody in your life took those yeah and are using them in a negative working um if you're having visions or thoughts that aren't your own that is a common sign of baneful magic being completely um, if there the- are like
1: not just yeah. like oh I call them prairie dog thoughts like you know what I think I'll wear pink today and you're like I don't like pink I don't own anything pink why would I wear something pink things like that like completely out of character
0: yeah and they can be darker too like thoughts of suicide if you've never had any sort of history or depression and you don't aren't otherwise like having a lot of bad things going wrong in your life and just all of a sudden you have like a thought of suicide that's not your own thought yeah that's another way. So it can be dark. It can be. i was um, just trying to
1: show like completely out of character. There
0: are. Yeah. There are, there are some light, light ways too. but yes, vision and thought that aren't your own um, broken glass or dead animals on your property. Those are signs. That's a of, huge one guys.
1: That one's actually. Huge. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Those, that, those are actual signs of, of curses of people, other, you know, witchcraft practitioners that left those spell ingredients on your property for that reason. Um, bad weather that's over your house and pretty much no one else's. So, I mean, tornadoes take their their path and things like that. But I'm talking about if there's like a storm in your area that it seems like your house got hit the worst on the block. Like everybody else just got some rain, but you have trees down in your backyard and. Um, you know, the roof got hit by lightning or something like that, and it just seems like the storm was concentrated over your house. Um, and the last one is a recurring nightmares. Yeah, that would If you, I I have recurring nightmares of things that I'm afraid of, like constantly plane crashes, um, which is why I don't fly anywhere because I, I hate planes, but that has been recurring like my entire life. I was gonna say she's always been afraid of that guys. That's not a character. Yeah, I've always been afraid of planes and I've always dreamed of planes crashing. But if you have start having recurring nightmares that have started recently and are not, you know, related to one of your common fears, then that is another sign of a baneful magic being worked against you. Yeah. So now we're going to get into what you should do. Um, if you have any of these signs of baneful magic, or if you're just trying to clear out negative energy. And this is so there are three the big part. Parts. <laughs> yeah. So there are three parts of this that are cleansing, which includes banishing protection and warding. Yes. So cleansing. Um, we have talked about cleansing before so important, in, guys. in um, the, how to cleanse your home. So we won't get into all of that, but we talked about that you can use smoke, sound, crystals, water, visualization you want to open the windows we talked about all those things using the the besom it's a good way to get out negative energy and also stale energy which we talked about um all of the different methods that you can use to cleanse and how certain ones will clear out only stale or negative energy and certain ones will clear out all of the energy and give you a completely blank slate to start with so all of those things are important um and cleansing and the word banishing are used interchangeably, but the cleansing is moving out the stale energy and moving new energy in. And banishing is really pushing out a certain entity or even a certain person. And it's far more specific and direct. Yeah. So um, you definitely want to cleanse your space and yourself and, you know, we talked about how you can even, like, do that in the shower and stuff. But if you want to banish because you think there is, like, a particular bad energy or bad, you know, spirit, person, something in your life, uh, this is the more strong form of defensive magic.
1: Yes, it's very much so. Always start with a cleansing, um, in my mind, because you may not need to banish anything. And then after the cleansing, go on to the banishing.
0: Yes, there are very specific methods for banishing. Um, You can use each of the four elements has a way of banishing associated with them. Um, There are candle spells. You can carve sigils, of course, for banishing. Um, And there's different herbs and tinctures that are associated with banishing. I mean, we've we've talked about the herb associations like a little bit, Mm -hmm. but there are lots of different ways that you can do this. And if you think that you do have, you know, a negative energy, spirit or person, and you want a specific banishing spell then definitely let us know reach out to us on instagram or through email or something and we will point you in the direction of getting something like a little bit stronger or if in general a lot of people have an interest in banishing more specifically we can do an entire podcast episode on that next year but since banishing is a little more advanced magic we didn't want to include all of that in here i was gonna say guys
1: uh cleansing While seemingly simple, it is simple, but it's really effective on its own. Yeah, it takes care of a lot. Yeah, it takes care of so much. Like, never be afraid of a good cleanse. Banishing, it is so specific and direct. It's almost like a shot. Like, you don't get a shot for everything under the sun all the time. You're getting a shot for a very specific purpose. It's very direct. It's very, very, that's kind of what banishing is. So you don't need to banish everything all the time. You're going to be exhausted. It takes a lot of energy (laughs) and a lot. But we'll be more than happy to go into that because there are really good banishments out there that you can use just to get rid of specific energy or specific things. But like I said, a good cleanse is going to help you so much more than starting with banishing all the time. You're going to be so tired and sore. Again, go with my shot analogy. If you're banishing constantly
0: so obviously after you have done all of this cleansing you want to make sure that it stays that way yes so you also then want to protect yourself Mm -hmm. this is something that we mentioned in the home cleansing episode that we were going to talk about protection and warding Cause you do all of this home cleansing and things like we talked about getting ready for the new year and salad and things, but you also want to protect it because you don't want to be cleansing your home every week. No, because God, no. more negative energy is, is coming back right back in. So the way to do that is to set up protections and wards. Yes. So there are a lot of different ways to set up protections. There are uh, spells, tinctures, teas. You can just do visualization, um, you can wear certain crystals on your person. You can, you know, activate your clothing and jewelry in the same way, but a lot of people like to carry around crystals I love doing that. protection, and we talked about protection crystals back in those crystal-related episodes towards the beginning of this year, um, so if you need specific ones, the details will be in those episodes. There are also protection powders and oils. Um, you can do set up a candle in a bed of salt. That is a really great way to... Keep a space protected, especially if it's by the front door. Um, and you can do a wash over the door frames and windows. So I love a good. What you really a wash over the yeah. What you really want to do is pull herbs and things that are associated with protection and make your own little blends and washes and things. Yeah. And for our um, patrons on Patreon, the. I filmed how to do a home protection salt bowl. So the salt bowl is already up there and live. If you're a patron, you've seen it. If you are not subscribed and you're interested, that is on there. And uh, I think coming up will be a specific protection oil of how to sort of blend that yourself, like an herb and oil blend to make that for yourself. Since we do a lot of workings in that, that is definitely a theme on our um, Patreon channel of just a lot of different different ways to protect and how to you know blend these things and then how to use them so I think we've been very clear that this
1: is a path that both of us follow um, we're very different in a lot of ways but we're both very centered in our homes and very protective of not only our homes but also those in it um, our pets ourselves friends family that come visit us so yeah you'll notice a theme <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep definitely. And then the last step that you can also do is called warding, which if you can't tell from how we're pronouncing it, it's W A R D ward.
1: If you've read um, any witchcraft books, uh, not ones that are teaching about witchcraft, but ones that are in the fantasy realm, you've heard this word or seen this word. (laughs) Yes.
0: So, Protection is putting up the walls and barriers around your house and warding is more of a go away. Yeah. No trespassing. Get gone. Um, so yes, when you are warding a space, it's common to use statues and symbols. Um, you can use different amulets. Um, pentacles are very popular. Tara loves her. Pentacles. I love them. Seriously, um, guys. <laughs> statues of deities. A lot of people will put statues of deities, especially near their doorways. Yeah. Um, hanging rosemary and lavender are wards and garlic and onions as well that's where Vampire. this idea of yeah getting rid of vampires that's where that that stemmed from was hanging garlic and onions as a way of warding off evil and it's like the, if you the go away sign to vampires to not come into this house is the, the you know, the garlic hanging. There, well, so. I was going to say also, if you hang
1: garlic in like open door frames or open windows, it'll also keep bugs from
0: coming inside. Yes. So blood uh, you variety. To, Yeah, you just want to make sure you maintain these wards because yeah. you, you can't just set, set them and ignore them. Uh, But yes, there's a lot of options. You can do the doorway guard of a deity. You can also put symbols at the door. Um, I do this just with an oil and my finger. Anytime after I do a home cleansing, I make a protection oil and I do sigils on the front door. That's really easy way to do it. I ward my doorways um,
1: even to my balcony. Not that any person that's native is going to come in that way, hopefully, but
0: uh, it's a really effective way. Uh, you can also use your besom. Uh, besom is a ward if you place it bristle side up by the door or hung above your door. And I do that. I have it hung above. Not right now. Right now it's part of my Halloween. I decor. was going
1: to say, is it really? <laughs> is it?
0: <laughs> no, no. Right now, right now it's part of it. At the time of this recording, it is part of my Halloween decor in my entirely witchy themed room. But for most of the year, I do have it hung above the door. It's just like a really easy place to to store it. And it is, you know, wording and protecting.
1: And you guys, I do want to just throw out there in case this is unclear. Um, so we are recording this early. So no matter when you hear this, she could have been talking about any time since August. Yes, that's when she started decorating for Halloween.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. I, I start decorating for Halloween slash that went on August yeah. 1st. That's when I'm allowed. John, John told me, Annie earlier, it is not allowed. So <laughs> August 1st. Uh,
1: <laughs> Funny story. She started so early this year, guys. Like
0: even for her,
1: she told me she was just getting I out started to, de- or to look at and organize, and then it was decorated.
0: Like I started, I started decorating on July 28th because he was at the firehouse and, he and was here to stop me if you didn't know. So uh, July 28th, guys. Yes, I am obsessed with Halloween and Samhain, so So um, my yeah, so my besom is uh, currently in that room, but normally hangs above the door as a ward. You can also make charm bags. Yes, you can carry those. You can put those out on windowsills or carry them on your person if you feel that the negative energy isn't just attached to your house, but is directed at you, you specifically. Um, to have that carried on your person, and a lot of people will just carry them on their person in general if they work in a particularly uh, unsafe. Sort of. And I say un- unsafe, but, you know, like, if you work in the health field and, you you know, you're a nurse or doctor or something, it's a good idea to, to carry those those things on you. I Just as a way to, like, ward off all of that evil coming at you. I was going to say, I know that,
1: personally, I tend to keep a bag in my purse. Um, it's not always with me, but it's usually pretty no- close to me whenever I'm out and about in the world. And at home, I have different protections. So... <laughs>
0: I have one stuck in John's fire bag, which I refresh from time to time. But then he's always like, why does my bag smell? <laughs> like, You're welcome. Because I'm saving you. Be grateful. It smells like rosemary. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, that's not bad. Uh Crystals are another common way that you can ward. Um, I have crystals set up around the house. We've talked about that before. Just putting them in the corners or on the windowsills and things like that.
1: And I have um, salt started putting crystals at certain places in my house, but normally toward my dreams versus the home itself.
0: Yeah, I like them to connect, collect negative energy in the home. Um, salt is a very popular way. I talked about the salt bowl, but also doing salt on the windowsills and doorways. Um, burrs are another very popular You've seen They're, they're called witches' burrs, they're like these round. Um, them in nature there's these rather like your your pets will come in with them stuck on them yes i hate those <laughs> these brown brown like, things that are like spiky all over the I place i hate those both <laughs> those of first.
1: them stuck between his paw pads
0: like how did you even
1: oh, get out right there and then he'll spend hours chewing at his paws and it's like
0: stop anyway sorry but see a great a great method for warding your space i nobody they, likes those yeah
1: they're terrible sorry anyway
0: Mirrors are another way to ward. You want to have a mirror um, near the front door, facing the front door. I do. And you enchant it to bounce negative energy back. So I have one directly when you open the front door. So any negative energy bounces right back outside. I, was
1: gonna say, I have one. So I have like a big common space in my house uh it's like a big open floor plan it's where the living room is the tv the kitchen the entryway i don't have a mirror right there but then there's a long hallway that leads back to the bathrooms and the bedrooms and like my personal space i have a mirror there because like delivery people sometimes come into the main space i have parties in the main space but my private space stay out of (laughs) so that's where i have my big mirror in the hallway
0: and the last method is to create a witch's bottle. Those are very popular. Super pretty, guys. They can be so pretty. Yeah, so so that is exactly, like, what it sounds like. It's just making a little bottle and adding the various ingredients for warding and things like that. Some people like to keep them on their property, and a lot of people like to flush them away in water, like, throw them in a river to take the negative with them as they go but that is definitely something that we will have coming up on our patreon accounts if you want to see how to make one yes i
1: love a good witch's bottle i'm not one to take it and throw it away in any way shape or form i keep it pretty much forever and always at home
0: (laughs) (laughs) and hopefully that answers some of the questions on defensive magic whether or not you've been Hexter or and how you can sort of clear out that energy and protect yourself from it happening in the future. Yeah.
1: And try for anyone who truly believes you've been hexed. This is going to sound like a strange suggestion, but I recommend it to everyone. So if you truly believe you've been hexed, not only should you do the cleansing and the banishing um, but also see a good therapist because, and I'm not saying you're wrong about being hexed because that's kind of what this evaluation says, but if you're having thoughts that aren't your own, um, and it's really negative, just having someone there to talk through where they might be coming from, or if you're having a string of bad luck, having someone on the outside looking in and say, well, what about what positive things happen? What about, it really is helpful while you work through any kind of hex? Just to have some of that positivity trying to be reflected back into you. Because if a hex has actually attached itself to you, it's hard. Like, I don't care how long it lasts before you break it. It's really hard on you emotionally, physically, mentally. And having someone to talk to as you work through the hex is good. Also, if you're not hex and you're just looking at things really negatively, therapy is a godsend. So I'm not saying you're wrong and you should seek therapy. I'm just saying everyone should seek therapy. And so. (laughs) Absolutely. I'm a big (laughs) proponent of therapy. I've recommended it before. I'll recommend it again. Um, I personally believe there's no one that can't benefit from a little bit of therapy. So, but truly, if you are having super negative thoughts, whether it's hex related or not, going to therapy is an awesome idea. Also, if you really are experiencing all this bad luck all the time, a therapist, a good therapist, is going to help you find silver linings. And if you're under a hex, it's just draining, not only for the person that hexed you, but your day to day life is draining. So don't be afraid to seek help, um, whether or not yeah. you're hexed. So, sorry, that's my little therapy plug of the day. I usually recommend (laughs) it to at least one person a day. And you all are the lucky listeners today to get my therapy plug. I highly recommend everyone seek therapy depending on where they are in life. And you might not need it all the time. You might need it all the time. You might need it just to help your boost. But if you are under a hex, there's nothing wrong with seeking therapy. You don't have to see like a trained therapist necessarily. Maybe you talk to a local practitioner to help you just talk through your thoughts and feelings and try and help any help you need to get through a hex seek it out don't be afraid to get help yeah absolutely sorry that's I'm a (laughs) big proponent of therapy and so uh you'll hear me recommend it multiple times um and you can usually tell if I answer a question in our email or on Patreon because there'll be a therapy plug at some point usually (laughs)
0: Very true. That's not how you know the answer is coming from Sarah. Yep. <laughs>
1: I'm like, have you tried therapy? It's great.
0: <laughs> and that is all we have for you this week. If you have any questions or need any help with anything, definitely reach out to us on um, Instagram, which Wednesdays podcast or through email, which is which at gmail.com. And of course, patrons. Patrons so. for days. Patrons. We love answering your questions. Um, and it- and that is all we have for you this week. Yep. That's all we got. And we will. See you next week. <laughs> Bye.
1: Follow us on Insta.
0: Thanks for listening to Witch Wednesdays with Steph and Tara. Love our content? Consider donating at anchor.fm slash witch-wednesdays to help keep our podcast up and running. Please leave us a voicemail on that same site if you have any questions or comments and follow us on Instagram at Witch Wednesdays Podcast.